are deeply loved. You are loved no matter what you have done, what you will do, what you haven't done, what you have done. God loves you full stop. And God loves you not because of your name, not because of your achievements, not because of what you haven't done, that you're all righteous and all this stuff. God loves you because God is love. God can't help but love you because that's inherently who God is. So I know that each one of you watching today, sometimes we struggle with that. We struggle to know, does God really love me? Is that really true? Is that really accurate? I don't really feel that. I don't really know that to the core of my being. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that this reality, this truth absolutely goes far beyond any deception that the enemy would try and throw into your mind, into your heart, that you're not loved, you're not worthy, you're, you're no, you've done too much, you're too sinful, all this. None of that's true. God loves you full stop. So get on the phone. Plus the fact, Romans 5, 5, the love of God is poured out into your heart through the Holy Spirit. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you that God would make this a reality in your life today and in your thinking as well. And mom, we have one of our favorite guests on oh, our program today, Joan you Hunter. Yay, Yay, Joan. Yes. Joan, you are a blessing to me and the whole world. Well, thank you. Thank really? You. And you guys are a blessing to me too. <laughs> And you are a wonderful partner to us. I am. How many years have you been a partner? Um, I, I, 15 years, I think, something like that, with the Maryland Hickey Ministries. In addition to that, I'm a partner with Saving Moses now, Yay. too. Is that so awesome? Once I heard about it, then I became a partner nice. of that, too. Nice. Why don't you look at the screen and tell everybody they ought to become <laughs> a partner to both of us? Well, let me tell you this. You need to be a partner. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like Maryland goes to places... I really don't want to go, but I go with her through my giving. There are places that Sarah goes, I really don't want to go either. I don't know that I could handle seeing what she sees with those children. But through my giving to each one individually, each one of their separate ministries yet together, that I'm going with her. And that's what's so awesome is that, you know, and then the blessings that they experience, I reap in those blessings, uh, which is just really, really awesome. And, you know, and I want to really encourage you to partner with this ministry because the blessings that's happening to them are happening to me. Expansion in countries and different things that I've never been in before. By partnering with them, I'm going to physically now myself because I partner with them to go into those different countries themselves. So I want to really encourage you to do that. The Word of God says that you would have enough finances or enough money to give into every good work. And not just some, but every good work. Very important, the word good, good, good soil, very anointed soil, accomplishing a lot through your giving. You wouldn't see us today if it wasn't for partners giving into this ministry. So I've been very blessed, and I consider it an honor for all these years uh, to partner with Marilyn. Not only were friends, you know, more than friends, but to partner with the ministry also. Thank you. Thank you, Joan. <laughs> That's great. And you have a new book. You can prophesy. Mm -hmm. You can learn to share God's heart to change lives. Tell us about this. I think this will be a shock to some of you. What? You think I can prophesy? And I think this is an awesome book to maybe get you out of just a rut and get you more into the power of the Holy Spirit. So please share with us. 
Well, I love to prophesy because people look at me and they go, how do you know this? You know, did my friend tell you? Well, I didn't tell my friend this, but you're telling me this. You know, and the number one thing when I prophesy, they say, you and my mother. Well, if you had listened to your mother the first time, then you, I wouldn't have to prophesy to you. <laughs> but I love prophesying out in public, like on airplanes and, and so forth in, in the public public. I also enjoy doing it in the meetings. This is not necessarily my primary, but it sure works hand in hand in the area of healing. The word says, once again, that the word says to covet, to prophesy. It doesn't say covet, 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 and never get it. He's not going to tell you to really, 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 really want it and just dangle it and you never can achieve it. He says that the word covet is to want it so bad that you're going to do whatever it takes to get it. Word says study to show yourself approved. This right here, if any of you are familiar with uh, some of my teachings in the area of healing, I make it very, very simple so that everybody can understand. And, and this book is teaching and equipping people to prophesy like they've never been able to before. And, and it starts off primarily, very, very important, every area of our life that we learn how to hear the voice of God. You know, when my husband calls me, even without caller ID, I don't have to say, who is this? You know, or even when you call me, I don't say, who wow. is this? I recognize your voice because we've had communication. Right. We've talked to each other and so forth. And this is how you start hearing God and is by, you know, hearing him, spending time with him, not praying, pleading. You know, it's time, pray, pre, you know, decree. You know, bring the, your request, make your request known to God, but also be hearing his response, not go, okay, I prayed, now I'm out of here. No, it's time that we need to listen and really fine tune. In our daily society of where we are, uh, it's so important that we hear the voice of God. And, and I've gone to Haiti many, many times, and right after the earthquake was my first time. And I have to be really discerning the voice of God, because if I go right, but God told me to go left, death could be on my right. And it's so important, especially some of the countries that you go to oh, yeah. and the situations that you have put yourself into, you have got to hear the voice of God, even should I take a left here or a right or go straight. And, and this is very important. And with today's society where the world and the direction that the world seems to be headed, okay, we're praying that it's not going to be headed in the direction of a lot of the people that are saying, but, <clears throat> but as we head into the different things, we need to have discerning of spirits. All discerning of spirits is, is hearing the voice of God. Mm -hmm. Should I do this? Should I buy this car? Simple like that. Should I buy this house? Should I marry this man? And we've got to have discerning of spirits. We've got to be able to hear the voice of God. And what God wants to do, and, he, and he's doing it through this book, he's coming in with great big Holy Ghost Q-tips and cleaning out anything that has been between us and hearing the voice of God. And that's the primary. The prophetic, it can be for you. And in here, I teach you how to prophesy over yourself. Go in front of the mirror and just point to the mirror. Your God's going to supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We need to hear this on a regular basis because the budgets that we experience, not necessarily personally, but for ministries and church and so forth, it's beyond what we could fathom. 
So we just need to start prophesying that, you know, to ourselves. And that, you know what, God's going to point to you as an example of his incredible wealth, of his favor and kindness in all he's done for you through Christ Jesus. Well, that's Ephesians 2, verse 7. You start prophesying these things. As you take delight in the Lord, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. How awesome is that? And see, these, these are scriptures, but they're, they're prophetic scriptures that we can read, but we can start prophesying, point to that mirror. We can also walk up to anybody and say, you know, as you take delight in the Lord, as you draw near to God, God's going to draw near to you. But as you delight even in a greater way with him, he's going to give you the desires of your heart and the things that you've been praying for, the things that you've been believing God for. They're here for you. I like this because it's not spooky. <laughs> because a lot of people, they can prophesy what they want rather than the will of God. Do you know what I'm saying? There are flakes around and we need milk for every flake. And so we see that we, what we do is we speak the promise in a prophetic way for us personally and for someone else. You know, if I speak to a person, uh, God is making all things work together for good in your life. You know, that doesn't mean all the wrong things. I'm not saying you're sleeping around, it's all okay, but I speak what God's Word says. So, you know, folks, there's a fine line here sometimes because I travel and I've been a pastor's wife many years. Do you agree with me? Am yeah. I too pointed? No, 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 it's true. It's totally too true. ugly, too nope, mean? it's totally true. And so this will keep you on the right track. I don't want you to get on a wrong track. And so I'm going to share a personal experience. Okay. Because this woman wanted to leave her husband. She got born again and spirit filled. And so, you know, she didn't like him. And he was fine with her. You know, you can go to church, you know, you can take our children to church, everything is okay. But she decided she liked another man. So I, she was divorcing him, and he was quite upset, came to me. I said, why are you divorcing him? She said, because he's not pleased with me. I said, well, he tells me he wants to live with you. She said, well, he doesn't like the way I keep house. So she twisted the word to go sleep with another man. Oh, say yuck twice. Yuck, yuck, yuck. yuck. Twice. <laughs> so this helps keep you on track. What do you say, John? I totally agree with you on that. And uh, because people, the prophetic, as we know, have been used for a, in, wrongly for years. And I remember my mom in traveling, she basically forbade any kind of prophetic happening in the services because of the abuse. For example, uh, God spoke to me, you're to give me this ring. Well, when God speaks to you to give me the ring, then that you're going to do that. But that's using the prophetic. Right. You know, God spoke to me that you're supposed to give me a computer. Well, when God speaks to you to give me a computer, then that will happen. And we have all experienced the abuse of the prophetic. Thus says the Lord. No, that was you telling me, to, to, <laughs> telling that person to get a computer. And, uh, you know, and, and, and unfortunately, people tend to abuse that. That's covered in that book, too, because we've all had especially us in the traveling and ministry and things like that. We've experienced, we've seen, we've heard uh, how people 
people try to twist the word, twist the prophetic. Changes are coming. Okay, that must mean I'm going to divorce this husband and get a new one. No, that's not what it means. <laughs> you know, and it teaches you and trains you how to decipher a word. So stop right here. Yes, I'm ready to go. We're not through <laughs> with you. And you say, yeah, I'm learning. I'm perceiving. I'm getting hold of this. And we'll be right back. Did you know you can be a voice to share with others what God wants to say to them? Learn how to hear God's voice clearly and then share that message effectively with others. For your gift of $30 or more, we want to send you You Can Prophesy by Joan Hunter. Isaiah 55:11 declares that every word of God that goes forth from His mouth produces results. God wants those words to come from your mouth to accomplish exactly what He desires. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's CD, Declare Today, featuring daily confessions from both of these women of the word. Speak words of peace, health, protection, and blessing for you and your family. God's word is filled with wonderful promises, so we will also include our Speak the Word booklet. When you confess Him promises over your life and circumstances, your spouse and your children, things can change. Confess the word and let the blessings take hold. Call or click for this valuable resource. We're so excited and we want you to come with us to Egypt in the fall. Oh my goodness, Egypt? What are you talking about? Well, we're going to see some amazing things. We're going to see the pyramids. We're going to see the Sphinx. We're going to go on a five-star Nile cruise. Are you kidding me? Who gets to do that? <gasps> it could be you. You might get to do that with us. So I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We have information. We want to pray for you and we want you to come with us. Plus, mom, we get to minister. Oh, we do. And that's powerful in Egypt because we get to lay hands on the sick. We have real open doors and we're going to have a ministry training school. And the more hands we have, the more miracles we can see. And I want you to be a part of it. So I want you to contact us today. You say, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. We're going to put you on a list where we pray. Because you have a rich heavenly father. And he can make a way for you to go. And God needs you in Egypt. We're so glad you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. And we're talking about Joan Hunter's book here called You Can Prophesy. And Joan, one of the things you talked about at the beginning of our program, beginning of this discussion, was about discerning God's voice. And it reminded me of Eli with Samuel, right? So Samuel's a little boy. He's sleeping in the, in the tabernacle. And he hears, um, he hears his name, Samuel, Samuel. And he goes to Eli and says, what can I do for you? Because in the middle of the night. And Eli says, go back to sleep, son. You know, I didn't call you. This happens three times. Finally, Eli, Eli is the chief priest, the head priest. And he doesn't recognize God's voice. And I find that really disturbing. Here's the guy who's supposed to be the lead chief in charge, right. knowing God's voice. And he doesn't. And it, it says it. The word of God was, was very few at that time. It wasn't very common. But it took Eli three times, waking up three times in the middle of the night. Finally, he's like, oh. I think it's God talking to Samuel. Go back and tell him, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And I think that's such a powerful illustration. I think sometimes we might think, well, you know, I have all this religious training and background and experience and all this, so I know God's voice. But Eli had the same thing. Eli had background training, experience. He was, he was he large was. and in charge, right? Uh -huh. He was supposed to be leading the whole nation of Israel, and he didn't recognize God's voice. Now, repeat how old Samuel was. I think he was around four or seven. Does it say? Well, anywhere between four and seven. 
God's going to speak to a four to seven year old child. And, and see, what's neat is that my granddaughter, who's now eight, she, at about five years old, a lady came into their home and said, you need to call your mother. And she's like, uh, no, she hadn't talked to her mother in several years. You know, your mom's really missing you. You need to call your mom. I mean, she just walks into the door. She's a friend of, of her mom's, you know, and she's like, you need to call your mother. And it was, and here's this five-year-old girl prophesying that you need to call your mom because your mom misses you. And it's like, I'm not calling my mom. Mm. And within three minutes, mom called her and said, I want our relationship to be healed. So even a five-year-old, this is hearing a five, you know, four to seven-year-old child hearing God, but she was hearing God and repeating and even at five, which I think is like really awesome. And you think, well, you know, that can't happen. Why not? You know, God can speak to whomever, through whomever he wants to. And in the book, it talks about how to interpret words, prophetic words. And it gives you the steps, mm-hmm. what to do with it, put it on a shelf, great confirmation, a now word, or maybe down the road kind of a word. So James Gall came over and he was ministering at our, our place. And he says, you know, he started, and he is very gifted in the area of the prophetic. God's called you to the French. He's called you to the French. And I'm going, we oui, oui, Petty. I'm going to go to Paris. Woohoo! I was so excited. I could hardly stand it. I am going to Paris. And, uh, you know, and, and so I, uh, about a month later, I get a call saying the people in Haiti need to know how to pray for the sick. And the, your name came up. And so would you be willing to go to Haiti? Of course, my first response was yes, as I'm shaking my head, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, who is saying yes? It's not me because I'm not, I'm totally not into that realm. But since then, I've been there six times. And, and I thought, no, this would be great because I've got a lot of books in Spanish because Dominican Republic is Spanish. Haiti is not Spanish. No. Haiti is French. Right. And I went. Bye bye, Petty. Hello, Hetty. And uh, and so it was a word given to me how God had called me to the French. They call me the mother of Haiti. Uh, they call me Joanne down there in French. And uh, I'm, you know, technically been given the title of the apostle over Haiti. I mean, God has given me the French. Not in we we Paris, but Haiti. And so sometimes we interpret the word like we want it. But it's not really what God really wants us to do. And and so I was like, and I went and God just, you know, really, really blessed me in all the times that I've been there, you know, setting up the orphanages and things like that. It's been absolutely amazing what God's doing. And so this will help you in the interpretation of getting a word, you know, and is that of God? Is it not of God? You know, that type of thing, which is really good, too. I think that's excellent mm-hmm. because... People have given me words and a kind of process you learn. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And then that was not the will of God. Mm-hmm. And Hebrews 5.14 says, Strong meat belongs to those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern between good and evil. Mm-hmm. So there are exercises, you know, that you learn. Oh, no, that doesn't click. That's why I like this book. Or this fits with other things here. 
because we don't want to just go crazy because somebody mm -hmm. gives you a word. Right. So I want you to call in and just let us pray with you and not counsel you about any kind of a discerning. I want you to take Hebrews 5.14. But more than that, I want you to get three or four of these books because you know people, we're living in a day that we need to be discerning. We don't need to be stupid. And I know of a woman mm, that gave away a half a million dollar gift because somebody prophesied to her. Oh, and the guy's a thug. Say yuck twice. Yuck, yuck. 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 Twice. But see, she was not Hebrews 5.14 discerning. I know this book will help you know in and get several to pass on. The other thing, too, on it, I think is really good what you said as far as trying to fit what God is telling you. It's your own little paradigm. Oh, well, you're going to go to Paris. Oh, my goodness. You're going to be this minister to Marseille, you know, and the French Riviera and all that. But that's not necessarily what God said. God said France, French, go to the French and Haiti. And so I like that you were open to saying, okay, wait a second. Maybe I've taken that word and I've misapplied it or misdirected it mm -hmm. and that's really not necessarily what God said God just said French mm -hmm. and so then you say okay I'm open to that and mm -hmm. sometimes we're not open to that what would you say how can you coach us on that well I number one be open to whatever God wants because that's all that we want is what God wants and it's very very important that we are really discerning in every area of our lives and you know like with with the person you were talking about gave a half a million dollars away you know, people can coax you and hoax you into giving them money. Hoax I call it, is a yes, big word. I call it mooch faith. Okay? okay. And they try to mooch off of people through using a prophetic word. Right. Okay. And you've got to you've got to have hearing the voice of God, discerning of spirits. You know, and and where the woman is concerned, she gave it to God, and so God is up to right. God to bless it. But in where that's concerned, you know, and you've got to forgive those that have taken or have abused right. the money. And, uh, and so in, in the area where this is concerned, God, in, I've got a whole chapter on that of what to do with the word. Put it on the shelf, you know, test it, try it, prove it. I, it just doesn't blend with my spirit. It might be a confirmation of, yes, I'm supposed to, you know, to go over here. Um, and, and sometimes... All of a sudden, like in a few months, you go, Haiti, not Paris. And all of a sudden, it's like, that's what the word was. Uh, but that's okay. I love the Haitians but and they love me. But being willing to obey that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because sometimes we can say, I don't like it. It doesn't feel, it doesn't fit. And we justify it. We right. justify say, oh, it doesn't fit in my spirit. When God's saying, no, I'm asking you to submit and surrender to what I'm telling you. And I could have gone out and bought a ticket to Paris. Right. In right. direct disobedience, right. assuming that that's what that meant. Right. Okay. And uh, and so you know God's getting ready to give you a whole lot more horsepower. You know, right. so you go out and buy a thirty thousand dollar truck. Well, he was referring to spiritually and be able to do a lot more. Sure. You know, different things like that. So, hey, we'll be right back because these principles will keep you out of trouble, or maybe get you out of trouble. Because I've gotten into some trouble sometimes, not often, with people having an agenda for me that God didn't have. And I mean, there are a lot of voices out there that cannot be God's voice. And so this program is very important for you. 
And it's important for your children and your grandchildren because we want to be sensitive to the voice of God, of what he says to them and through them even from what was said. So I, I love this program. I think it's a very needy thing. And maybe it's kind of a wake-up call to some of you. You know, wake up. You're listening to some wrong voices. Or wake up. I'm trying to speak to you through the Word of God, and it can be prophetic. It can move the mountain. So we'll be right back. Stay there. Did you know you can be a voice to share with others what God wants to say to them? Learn how to hear God's voice clearly and then share that message effectively with others. For your gift of $30 or more, we want to send you You Can Prophesy by Joan Hunter. Isaiah 55:11 declares that every word of God that goes forth from His mouth produces results. God wants those words to come from your mouth to accomplish exactly what He desires. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's CD, Declare Today, featuring daily confessions from both of these women of the Word. Speak words of peace, health, protection, and blessing for you and your family. God's Word is filled with wonderful promises, so we will also include our Speak the Word booklet. When you confess Him promises over your life and circumstances, your spouse and your children, things can change. Confess the Word and let the blessings take hold. Call or click for this valuable resource. Get ready. Joan Hunter is going to pray a miracle for you. I want to just share with you, you are prophesying and you don't even know it. You're prophesying over your finances that you don't have enough. You're prophesying over your children, good or bad. You need to turn that around. Start prophesying over your finances. Start prophesying over your giving. Start prophesying over your spouse. Start prophesying over your business, every area of your life. And I'm going to come, we're going to come into agreement right now. That, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we speak blessings and we prophesy an increase in their finances, an increase in their joy, an increase in the love and bond between the family. We speak increase in wisdom and knowledge of power and anointing in every area. And, Father, I speak an impartation of the revelation into their spirit, man, to be able to prophesy. And I thank you that even within the next hour that they're going to start prophesying, if for nothing else, to yourself. So, Father, I release that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And you need to say, I believe I receive. Because 
she's prophesying that out there to you. Did you catch it? Or, duh, that's for somebody else. No, come on, people. That's right. That's for you. Put your hand on your heart. Say, that's for me. That's for me. That word of God is for me. And I'm not going to miss it. And you're not going to miss it. And you're going to pass on what you're getting today because they never just meant it for just us. But, honey, remember this always. Pass it on. Prophesy the word. Get other people prophesying the word. It's important.